You know, every now and then you uh, you hear some stuff that happens in traffic and you really kind of wonder just exactly what's going on. Well, recently there was an animal on one of our expressways. And, you know, you often hear about maybe some some cattle got loose or, or some horses or, or even a dog. But this was a llama. So the, the rarity of having a llama on a, a, an expressway here in Canada is a little bit unusual. But I, I really think the police did a good job of controlling it. So I was watching it on the news and it was looking like some, some cowpokes, some cowboys corralling the wild horses or wild cattle. They had their cruisers boxing it in so that way it wouldn't hop over the barrier and uh, go into the oncoming traffic. I I think the officers did a pretty good job for, you know, non-cowboys. And you think you see everything on the road and now you see this. Well, welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about having a summer driving survival kit that every driver really should have, how to cool down your car on a hot summer day, and is it worth driving a convertible? Let's go. Now, when many drivers uh, think about getting stuck in traffic or stranded with a broken down vehicle, they often think about wintertime. Well, the fact is, is that you can still be stranded or stuck or broken down on a backcountry road in the summertime. Many people go for these Sunday drives and or just a recreational drive at any time of the, of the summer, and something could go wrong. So until help actually does arrive, even if you, you do have your cell phone and you have an auto club membership, sometimes it's a few hours before uh, help arrives. So it does help that you have a few items in your vehicle just to help in case you're stranded and maybe even for many, many hours. So a few things that you you probably should have. Let's start off with most of these items you can find at home, but you want to be able to put it in in something that it's not going to become a a problem when it gets in the trunk or the back of your vehicle. So getting a... um, a plastic bin with a lid or, or a really good sized duffel bag with zippers on it is a good place to start to get it uh, out of the way, not loose items. So starting off with something that really should be in your vehicle all year round is a first aid kit, an up-to-date first aid kit as well. Uh, making sure that you've got the band-aids, you've got everything that you need just in case someone you know needs it. But because it's the summertime, um, let's have some sunscreen. And uh, it's not always the the good days that we get stuck. And sometimes you could be stuck. You've got a flat tire and you can't get the lugs off. But you have to be outside sometimes. So maybe an umbrella or a rain jacket can uh, can help. So keeping that in your vehicle. I always keep an umbrella in my car. Uh, you never know when you might need it. So it, it kind of slides to the back of the trunk. It's, it's really quite good. You can even get a, a pocket-sized umbrella. Buy those at the umbrella store. Uh, a flashlight is always a good idea because not everything happens in daylight. Uh, extra batteries are good, but keep the batteries outside of the flashlight as well. Uh, that way, if you haven't used it in a while, the batteries aren't going to leak, causing the flashlight essentially to become um, useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, booster cables are good. Now, even if you don't know how to boost a dead battery, and instead of waiting if the auto club is very busy, Maybe a passerby can help you, or if you knock on the door of a, of a house, if uh, you know you feel comfortable doing that, ask if they can come and help you boost the battery. 
Uh, so having cables in your vehicle is a good idea. Someone else might be able to help you hook them up, but you're going to need that other vehicle to help you do that. Uh, tire pressure gauge is good or tire pump and even a tire sealant for those moments when you run over a nail and you, and you need to pump it up. Um, but if, uh, if you're going to use the, the tire sealant, just remember that um, it's not the greatest thing in, in, to have inside your tire, but uh, it could be used in an emergency if you really, really need it. If you're not a super handy person, that's okay, but having a small toolkit in your vehicle is a good idea for the summer. Uh, maybe a couple of screwdrivers and some wrenches just to, to tighten a few things that you might need or even some duct tape to help kind of keep everything all uh, tip top. Now, back to driving, but having an extra jug of washer fluids is good. Uh, you may want to get the summer one to help get through all the bug guts off the windshield. Um, having a jug of water, not for you, because I know you might get thirsty, but your car might get thirsty. So maybe that or some engine coolant, uh, if you're, especially if your car has been known to be a little bit hot and uh, running over temperatures. Uh, the nights can get cool, so maybe a blanket will also help. Uh, a hat with a brim is good for driving towards the sun. Maybe uh, making sure you always have your sunglasses with you. That way you can also look cool while you're waiting for help. A phone charger is good at any time and uh, making sure that you can still do that. Uh, you don't need a lot of juice to call 911. Um, even like 1% or 2%, you should be able to get that call through. So also you're going to need some energy. So some snacks, some fresh water is a good idea. Maybe even some bug spray. So that might all sound really important, and it, it really is. And all that's going to fit inside your duffel bag. That's not a problem. But there's really one more thing that you're going to need to have, especially if it's going to be hours that you're stuck in, uh, in traffic or off to the side of the road. And that is toilet paper. Because sometimes, even when you're stuck, you still have to go. Now, summer is one of the times of year that I, I do enjoy. And I do enjoy the warmth and I do, do enjoy the hot days. But sometimes it gets so hot that the moment you get in your car, you have this heat wave trying to exit out of your door. So what can we do as drivers to cool down our vehicle so that we're not distracted with this extreme heat? Well, I have a few tips for you. If you have very, very good air conditioning, fantastic but the moment you put out you start your vehicle and you turn on the ac we all know that that's pretty hot air give it a place to go so before you start the car or before you put on that ac uh, open up the windows on the both the passenger side and the driver's side maybe even keep your door open and then turn the ac uh, dial up to high blow that hot air it's going to take 20 30 seconds to blow it out of the vehicle to allow you to drive in a, a cooler vehicle and it has a better chance of cooling down even quicker. Now, if your AC is not that cold or it takes a little bit longer for it to build to that coldness, there are a few other things that you can do to help keep your vehicle cool until you get into it. One is you can use a sunshade or, or the, the window visor that can help um, uh, keep it cool. You know, the ones I'm talking about, these are the ones that will have a bathing beauty on one side and the call police sign on the other side. Putting it across your windshield on the inside over your dashboard, it's going to help keep the interior cooler because it's making its own shade. Just be sure you don't have the call police sign on the outside and just make sure the bathing beauty has enough sunscreen. Um, 
you know, also the steering wheels, they're black, they're dark gray. They're that dark color will retain that heat a bit more. And you know, sometimes it's really hard to hold on to that steering wheel. Well, if you end up parking in a sunny area on a regular basis, when you go to go to work, why not put a towel, a hand towel over top of the steering wheel? Uh, the sun will hit that. And although the steering wheel will be warm, it won't be so hot. You'll be able to grip it properly and be able to drive safely by having your two hands on the wheel as they should be. If you have the ability, park in a shady area, even if it means walking a little bit further to the, the door of your business where you work, but parking in the shade on a super hot day is going to help keep the interior a lot cooler. So maybe make that a little effort if you can. If you can park in a garage or under a uh, carport, whatever you've got a chance to, that's definitely going to help, especially at, uh, at home if you can. If it's going to be a breezy day, even the slightest breeze is going to help keep it cooler inside. But one window cracked open doesn't always do as well. If you crack open a couple, especially if you're working or living in a quiet area or it's a safe area, you know, having that window cracked, but your door still locked, it's going to help that breeze get through the vehicle. And that's going to help the interior stay a little bit, uh, a little bit cooler for you until it's time to drive home. And last, if you really need it and uh, the AC is not working so well or you don't have the AC, is getting a solar-powered fan. Now, it's solar-powered, so it's not going to take the juice from your battery, but you can have that on and help keep that breeze circling through your vehicle just to make it a little bit cooler for you by the time you get to your vehicle. That way we can be cool as a cucumber instead of red hot when we're driving. From as long as I can remember, I always thought it'd be kind of cool in the summertime to drive a convertible. I always thought about it since I was probably a teen. Not in the winter, but but in the summer. You know, and, and if you've got a convertible, you, you can't drive it with the top up. You got to make sure the top's down so that way you can enjoy the fresh air and enjoy the scenery. It's a lot of fun, I'm sure. Well, it is actually. I did have a chance uh, a few years back to have a convertible off and on for the summer. As a rewards program for our company, we were able to have employees driving a brand new yellow Mustang convertible. It was a manual transmission. It was such a beautiful car. Now, the problem was, is that not everybody in the office could drive manual transmission. I could, and I'm an instructor. Put those two together, I was giving lessons to those who needed it, whether it was just a brush up or a full fledged, here's how to drive a manual transmission. Now I taught people how to do that before. I did it on Canada's worst driver. I have no problem with it. So I just got to keep the car off and on a little bit longer than others. And then it was my time to drive it. And I got to keep it more than just two or three days. I got to keep it for a little bit more than a week. Now my two sons were young then. Uh, one was in a booster seat in the car and one was in a car seat. But they enjoyed it as well. They were in the back of my car and we were cruising around whenever I had the chance to after dinner, on the weekends. But we also went through a really hot, hot spell. Temperatures were like cooking an egg on the sidewalk so hot. But I'm driving a convertible. I can't drive it around and have the top up. So the top was down. The boys had their sunglasses on, they had their hat on, so did I, and it was hot, but I had the AC on, 
Oh, yeah, the convertible's down. Uh, no, if any of you, if you have a convertible, do you ever in the summertime leave the top down because it's cool? But make sure the AC is on so you're cool? Yeah, I had to do that. But I didn't keep it for a very long time, so I wanted to take advantage of driving it. Every night I was out in it. On the weekend I was out in it. I was showing it off to family and friends, giving out rides. Nobody wants to have a ride in it, just a normal car. If it's a fun car, let's have fun in it. And that's what I did with the yellow Mustang convertible. So still thinking, I'm not that old yet. Could I really benefit of having the wind blow through my hair? Well, actually just blow through my scalp because I don't really have much anymore. But enjoying the convertible, I think it might be on my wish list for my retirement. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Be sure to check back again soon. Remember, these podcasts usually come out on a Sunday. Uh, if you have any questions or you want to offer some tips or even a, a topic to discuss, drop me an email. My email address is safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. You can also reach me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at safedriver. And don't forget to check out my blog, thesafedriver.ca, as there's articles coming up on a regular basis. Now, if you like the podcast and you want a podcast for you, or you have something that you'd like to announce or record, I am available for any uh, voiceover work. So you can also drop me an email for that. Have a good week and drive safe. We'll talk soon. I'm Scott Marshall.